one. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Geeks of the Machine, Doctor Who edition. I'm your host, Jasmine, and today we're doing Doctor Who Season 7. And with us, we have Adelaide. Hello, Adelaide. Hi, Jasmine. Hello, Adelaide. <laughs> cool. Oh, I'm sorry. It it said, I said, hi, Jasmine. Did it not go through? No. <laughs> <laughs> I legit said, hi, Jasmine, and then you repeated it, and I was like, what? <laughs> um, We're talking about Doctor Who Season 7. So... Season 7 had a lot of drama. It was... I can't think of too many other seasons that were as dramatic as this one. So, first of all, let's talk about the mini episode before the season started, which is the life, what is upon life, where you got to see Amy and Rory in their near breakup. How did you feel about that episode, Ellie? I feel bad about that episode. I feel like... I don't know. Everything that happens with Amy and Rory post-season six, like, they're... I want to say near divorce there. Uh, it's just... All the chaos that comes out with that is really sad to me. That the Doctor just... I don't want to blame the Doctor entirely, but yeah, he's kind of at fault. Nah. I think that Amy is a, if we're really like, if we looked at the way Amy treats Rory, like he literally waited thousands of years for her, and she still treated him awfully. Yeah, I agree. But um, uh, like again, had they not been together, or had they not like gotten involved with the doctor, that probably wouldn't have happened. So I'm gonna. But then blame it the also begs the question: Would she have actually married Rory if not for the doctor? Mm, good point. And it's just a lot that happens in this season. Wasn't this one... Forgive me if I'm jumping way ahead in the topic, um, but don't they say it's because Amy couldn't have kids after what happened with... um, uh, What's that place called? Demon's Run? I mean, would you want to have kids again? I I don't want kids at all, so... (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, after your first child is snatched from your arms... And then, like, you, she grows up as your best friend rather than your daughter. I mean, no, I definitely wouldn't want kids after that. Although I wasn't, I was at least under the impression that she, like, physically couldn't, not mentally couldn't. I don't know. I thought it was a mental thing. Okay. But that, I assumed physical, but maybe it was both or. Hmm. Um, if you guys know, let us know in the comments. Like, <laughs> uh, but let's move right along to the Daleks reappearing in Oswin Oswald. Did you like that uh, episode with Oswin? Yes. I love that episode. That's actually one of the few episodes that I really, really enjoy with Daleks in them. Most of the time, I'm just... I, I have to pay attention. I have to force myself to pay attention whenever the Daleks or the Cybermen are on screen. And... Usually my phone ends up in my hand and I end up on Google anyway. But that was probably one of my favorite episodes with Daleks. If not my favorite episode that involves Daleks. And one of my favorite episodes entirely anyway. Mm-hmm. Because I think the the fact that they the Daleks have a place that they send their crazy Daleks. Because they don't want to destroy such beauty. 
And it's also a place that they're scared to go to. So they call the doctor. Like, <laughs> like uh, I don't even know what the equivalent would be. Like an ant eater. Like, hey, um, these ants just called me to go eat this section of land. Like, it's so weird to me. Well, I mean, he has destroyed and or sent most of them there because he made them insane. So, you know. <laughs> And not, then right? it was funny because they had the um they were like, Yeah, the doctor's like, Why would I do that? Um, you don't have a choice. Boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and my thought process doing that whole thing was if you could have done that, why haven't you killed him already? I know, right? Like, like how many t- you could have done this the entire time and yet you didn't. Mm mm mm. So then we find out that Oswin is basically sending a cry for help. But it turns out that Oswin is a Dalek that could not accept that Oswin got turned into a Dalek. Were you... Ex- did you like this reveal? Ah, uh, I want to say... Well, yes, in terms of writing, I liked the reveal and it was... It was well done, and it was hinted at, which is kind of unusual for Moffat sometimes. Like, he does foreshadow, but sometimes he just does twists that were that he then blames the audience for not seeing coming. And anybody who's doing the drink game, take a shot because I insulted Moffat. Um, and, but on the other, like, on the other hand, I didn't like it because I liked her, and I wanted to see more of Oswin. I... I like the idea that a Dalek was so crazy. And this was really one of those things that show you how powerful the human mind is. And I appreciated it. It's like those people who make themselves sick just by the thought. And in this case, she refused to accept that she was a Dalek. So she just envisioned herself baking every day. She just was trapped inside the spaceship, or the the life pod, I guess is what they put it as. Mm-hmm. I um, I liked that, and in, in that same vein, I liked that while Amy was there and her, I don't remember what the special thing was called, but the basically it was a bracelet. It was a security bracelet. Um, I liked that when that came off her, she had moments like that too, where she was seeing things that weren't there she was seeing dialects that were human and that one scene where she walks in and she sees them like dancing that was really interesting mm-hmm. um it was also the planet that if you land on the planet you become a dalek instantly yeah it was those um nano things that they brought back but it was weird because wouldn't you have a force field around that planet didn't they say they had a force field? Right, but how would you crash land if it was a force field? I have no idea. Like, And that was my no thought idea. process. Because they were like, yeah, we're going to beam you right through. Then how did somebody crash land? I have no idea. Because I assume, like, if they've got that much of a force field, wouldn't it, it, it would have broken up on impact. It mm-hmm. wouldn't have made it through there. So, I don't know. Were they never there? It was just, yeah, it was really interesting. Um, then we had the next Clara, or the next Oswald, 
And I love the whole Clara being sprinkled throughout time. Like, and each time the doctor couldn't save her. I agree. That was... <laughs> I mean, that was so well done. That was right up there with Bad Wolf for me. Mm, Bad Wolf still wins me out. Oh yeah, I agree. But this one, it's it's a good... It's a good step It's zone. like a... Yeah. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I can't brain very well today, I guess. But... It uh, it was a good like successor to that. Mm-hmm. And let's move on to the older doctor. When we see the doctor aged by several years and like he's old and he's been in a town. What is it? Was it Mercy? Yes. I, th- I think that's the name of the town. Um, and no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of another episode. <laughs> uh, I was thinking of a town called Mercy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A town called Mercy. I do remember that being the name of it. Where a cyberman was like hunting down a doctor in the town and they were trying to save the doctor. But it turns out that the guy was a the guy who was hunting the doctor was actually created by the doctor mm-hmm. and it begs the question of if you do horrible things can you find redemption do you want an answer or is that <laughs> well, is that too deep for the doctor who podcast or? well i mean i think that the, the this is doctor who and that's what he does throughout his journey because this doctor basically experimented on volunteers to free Cybermen to fight a war on his planet. Mm-hmm. And the gunman was like, yeah, I'm hunting you down. It's nothing that's going to stop me from killing you. And I will take this whole town out just to get to you. And the doctor was like, yeah, you know, I set up here to help people and to be better. So is it possible for him to have been redeemed after every all of the bad that he did? I don't know. On the one hand, there's a line that you don't cross, and I think at that point, there's no redeeming once you've crossed that line. And one of those lines, I think, would be tearing down an entire town just to kill one guy. Hmm. But the question is, is that a personal line, or because he's a Cyberman, so you can't hold him to the same standard as you would a typical human. Uh, That would, I don't, I think at that point, I mean, morality is gray enough anyway, so... Right. There's a... So, yeah, for me, personally, there would be a line where at some once that person crosses the line, once this hypothetical antagonist goes past that line, then, yeah, there's no coming back for that, and you cannot be redeemed. But it kind of depends where that line is. Like, for each person, that's going to be a different line. Mm-hmm. And it also depends on what the person did to the protagonist. Yes. Because, like, he destroyed his life and made him go fight a war that wasn't his. Like, it's one thing to volunteer to be a soldier. It's another thing to become a machine. And lose anything that made you human to begin with. Right. So, yeah. Nice and light Doctor Who podcast. Yeah. <laughs> This is, this is cheerful and not at all 
depressing and dark. Um, but we also get another look at Unit. Um, were you excited to see Unit come back? Yes, I I enjoy any of the spinoffs of Doctor Who really, and I enjoy seeing Unit. I enjoy seeing Torchwood. Um, I especially enjoy seeing characters reoccurring like that. It's it's one of those things that makes the Doctor Who, which is really funny to say, it's one of those universes that makes the Doctor Who universe all that bigger. Mm. Which is, you know, it's a universe. It's already huge. But... Uh, I don't know. Like, of course I like Unit. They're fine. But I think I like Unit because of Martha Jones versus because of Unit itself. Well, yes. That has a lot to do with it. <laughs> um, The Weeping Angels returned this season. Were you excited? Uh, yes and no. On the one hand, yes, they're fun to see, and I enjoy seeing the Weeping Angels, but on the other hand, this episode sucked, so, no. Well, I mean, they took Manhattan. (laughs) So, I think that, honestly, that was a great episode to me. You... You didn't like Angels Take Manhattan? No, I didn't like it because of the way it, um... Ended? No, it... Well, that too. But I didn't like it because of the way the angels themselves were portrayed and how it kind of it kind of screwed around with the um, the continuity of the angels a little bit, which is kind of what bothered me to begin with. The rest of it, like the events itself, were very good, uh, especially seeing like um, the whole thing with the book that he was reading, the whole thing with uh, River who wrote the book, the whole thing with River having to break her own wrist to get out, and then hiding that she broke her wrist to show that to hide the fact that yeah these events are going to happen because you read them I liked that aspect of it and the writing of it was very was well done the only part like it still kind of threw around continuity a little bit with the angels which is what bothered me since I kind of like the angels a lot um well please explain why you feel it threw around continuity uh let me see if my if I can detangle a lot of it from my brain um (laughs) I don't know. I felt like, especially, I think it was mostly just the um, the idea that the Statue of Liberty could, I mean, on the one hand, I like the idea of it being the angel, or being an angel, but on the other hand, there is not a point in time where there is not an eye on that thing. That is very true. And I was and, thinking that too, is the that, first of all, if the statue moves from the ocean, everybody's looking at it. Gonna, it's going to notice. Like, that's one of the things. The smaller statues, that's what made them scary, is that they're small. You can get away with that. They can move between blinks. They can get, they can get on you. And they're small. They're agile. No one's going to, I mean, people are going to notice and it's going to be weird and it's going to be creepy when they move. But when the Statue of Liberty does it, you're going to take out... It, it's going to move one step, and it's going to take out a whole freaking city block. Mm-hmm. And then you're, people are going to notice that. I think the saddest part about this episode was Rory, yet again, like not being saved. Yet again, Rory like spent his entire life in a room and was so excited to see Amy and die. That's so sad. Poor Rory. <laughs> and like, can we like address one minor thing going back to season six real quick? Sure. Okay, so 
the one time we say we okay maybe not the one time but the times that we see amy waiting and aging and being miserable waiting for somebody to come she's waiting for the doctor every time we see that happening to rory he's waiting for amy mm-hmm. when is somebody gonna wait for rory well she did give up her life to be with rory at the end of it well yes finally but that was really i don't know like and i loved honestly i will say i love that the angel was like ha 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 <laughs> like and i like the grin on the angel's face it's like i got you ha right like yeah you might have been able to save one doctor but you're not gonna save rory <laughs> oh poor rory and then amy was like yeah i, I gotta go now my thought is and this is maybe it's just me but i was like how are you gonna prove your identity are you like you like even if you went back 10 years what did they when did they go back that was pretty far back it was like the 40s oh okay because i was thinking like don't you need a social security card? don't you need some proof of who you are uh, I don't know how far back Amy and Rory went once at the end there, but I know that it was... Well, because they were able to see the doctor in New York, so it couldn't have been more than, what, 40 years? Yeah, it wasn't too far back, but... It was enough to where they were dead by the time he was there again. With the no, they were old. They were old when he saw them in New York. Yeah. <sighs> Anything else you want to say about this episode? No, I've got the timeline all scrambled in my brain now, so... I will say that I liked how the doctor was like, look, it's nothing we can do for Rory. Just come with me. Come with me, Amy. Hmm. All right, and that was the final choice between the doctor and Rory. Yeah, it was. I do like, I will say, I do like that Amy, as she's making this decision to go with Rory, she's insisting on whether, she's asking the angel, can you send me back to that same time frame? Can you do that? And essentially making that bargain with it. Mm-hmm. Eh. Um, let's see. River Song comes back in this season. Um, it wasn't a lot of River. It was just enough to whet your appetite. Which is just exhausting to me. Um, did you enjoy the glimpses that we had of River this season? Um, yes and no. I enjoyed River in The Angels Take Manhattan. Um, is this the season? Is this her last season? No. Okay. Um, then, I mean, if memory serves, this is the one that I felt like we needed more of River in, which kind of, so I agree with what you've said before. Um... I don't know. I feel like after season six, we didn't see enough of River, and then suddenly she's gone by season eight, or at the end mm-hmm. of season eight or something, and it was just, that was... I mean, we did get a, a, the season nine when... uh the No, season nine is when she's gone. Officially. Oh, okay. Alright, well, it feels like she's, like, slowly fading out, and just in general, I didn't feel like we got enough of her and the Doctor together. I agree. Um. So then, of course... We had the great intelligence and the memory snow. Do you remember that? Um, possibly. <laughs> when we got another, we got Clara Oswin Oddwald. And basically, we got another Clara 
Is that in, the um? There's a lot of cars. Is that no, the yeah. uh, the? That's when they were use the um, great intelligence was using the snow to mirror oh, the thoughts yeah. and make an army of ice people. Yes, I remember that. And yet again, Clara dies. Yep. I couldn't get over the doofy looking ice people. So. And at this was the interesting part that the doctor realizes that this Clara is probably alive somewhere and leaves in the TARDIS to find her. Yes, that was... I think that was when I got really excited to see Clara again because I thought it was just going to be a one-off character uh, as Oswin in the the, the souffle girl that mm-hmm. didn't want to die as a dialect. Um, so I was really excited to see her come back and to see that mystery sort of continue on. And we find out that the Clara, the, the TARDIS is not like Clara. <laughs> That's cute. And like was constantly trying to throw her out, kick her out. <laughs> I love the TARDIS. Especially after seeing it as like a person. That just mm-hmm. makes it funnier. And that's what I thought initially. Like, the TARDIS was like, yeah, I'm jealous. No, you can't have this person in here. Did you get that or was it just me? No, I thought that too. Like, she was jealous for some reason because, you know, we've seen her as a she. Mm-hmm. And the new console room of the um, TARDIS, did you like it? Um, yes, I guess. <laughs> but I have to. It's the same thing with Moffat. Every time he does something, every time he takes over, he's like, hey, let's make something new and make it different and change it up the entire time because it's mine now and I can do that. And I'm like, just just stop it. And we get another example of the Great Intelligence. Um, the Great Intelligence was pretty heavy throughout this season. Were you enjoying the Great Intelligence? Yes, I I like it. Um, the I like the snow as the snow people. Uh, at the same time, I thought they looked stupid as hell, and <laughs> laughed at them every time. But I liked the concept. Yeah, and then it's also erasing memories in the computer, and that's where we meet um actual Clara, where it's taking people's souls into the computer. And I loved honestly, I loved that it. it was like, hey, this was this unknown Wi-Fi that's always available. Once you click on it, they can see you. Don't <laughs> click on it. <laughs> I want to click on it. It's the free Wi-Fi. <laughs> I would have been dead. Uh, yeah, I cover my little camera, so I'm fine. Oh, that's true. I do cover that, but still, on the <laughs> other hand, I would, I would be, I would be dead. Like, because once they choose, once they choose you, you won't know where you are. Nope. And I know this because help me, I don't know where I am. I love that they did that. Because he seemed like basically an average reporter who was like telling you about it or whatever. Yeah, that was wonderful. That was a, I mean, it's not wonderful. It was terrifying. But it was really, really well done. Mm-hmm. And then they also had the way that they can control people's like commitment to the company, obedience. Like, I enjoyed that aspect. And I loved how she was like, yeah, we can control anybody that we want. And she had the whole restaurant stop. Did you did you like this episode? And what was your favorite part? 
I really liked it. I think the um, you nailed it with the reporter thing, the seeming like an average reporter, and then I don't I don't know where I am thing. That's so well done. It's so creepy, but it's so well done. And anything else that you want to talk about about that? Um, other than the creepy dystopian loyalty control <laughs> thing, because that's that's uh, I feel like we're getting there, and that's probably what the point of the episode was: is that you know. That's not far off from our future. Watch out, guys. Well, I mean, they've always said it since the dawn of time. Yeah. I think true. that the humanity's desire for individuality will always overcome eventually. I like to hope so. Um, did you like the war doctor? Um, let me see. Can you remind me on that one? He was the the doctor who came after immediately after um what is it the time war like he remember he forgot everything that happened yes i remember that part and like his incarnation forgot everything that happened yes yes because he um yes i do like that one Mm-hmm. Because he his incarnation thought that he ran away and wasn't helpful, or whatever. No, and no, this... it was exactly the opposite. Yeah, he was like, yeah. So I will never remember that I tried to save everyone. Like, like that would be awful. It would. I think um, the only thing that bothers me about the War Doctor and that concept that he just doesn't remember is that it feels um feels retconned. Well, he did honestly. Even if you look at the first season, he didn't necessarily. He just remembered the time war itself, but he didn't necessarily know the part that he played. Because even he says throughout the seasons that he ran away. Yes, I remember him saying that he ran away. Um, my fear is that like, is that it was Moffat deciding? No, I want to take it this route. He didn't run. He was doing this, and and uh, I, I don't like Moffat, so you know, take another <laughs> shot, guys. <laughs> That's another shot, guys. <laughs> That's how many two this episode already, mm. and we're only uh, twenty six minutes in. <laughs> um, but it was interesting, the War Doctor, and I appreciated him. He, you could see, like he was heartened and he was sad, and life had taken a toll on him, but he was doing the best that he could. Um, the rings of S. Oh yes, yes, the rings. So I love we also, that episode. Yes. <laughs> did you like this episode? Uh yeah. A little <laughs> bit. <laughs> what did you like about it? Um, I really enjoyed I don't know, there was that speech that he has where he um oh I quoted it somewhere, but now I, I can't find it. I put it in my notes, but um where he talks about every atom. It was the it was that re that rehashing of every atom in the universe, every you were created in the bellies of the stars, every atom of the universe, it, it was that one, where, you know, you're completely unique, created, you know, the children of the stars, stardust, it's that whole thing that comes around, which is one of my favorite, it's my favorite scientific fact, which is what it is. And while you can say, like, I lost my train of thought on that one, but you can, just every, the fact that every atom of the universe was created in the bellies of dying stars is one of my favorite things and every aspect of life is stardust and having that brought into Doctor Who and have him say no you don't need to sacrifice yourself to this supposed god you need to 
you need to um you are unique to the universe you are unique to yourself and you need to move and you need to live further on it's it's one of my favorite things from this episode mm-hmm. and one of my favorite things from this doctor specifically i think it was what made me really love 11 i like i said i liked the episode it was some unique things about it but it was pretty forgettable the villain was great like and he was basically like yeah i'm gonna eat you and then you find out that this villain is basically a parasite that just feeds on it was memories things. wasn't it or something yeah it like was stories. memories and it was just great i think the um actually weirdly enough that was the part i didn't care much about was that it they won it off with the, they beat it with a story the the leaf that was like eh all right um oh and journey through the center of the tardis where we got a really good look at the tardis and what was happening in it did you like that episode i really did okay first you might have to remind me which one that one was because i feel like that was the one with the um the hijackers where they tried yeah, the to hijackers take- where mm-hmm. they they pulled them in and the tardis is like breaking down and having and they're seeing themselves running around Mm-hmm. yes that one i really liked like and i the thing i liked about it was that you got to see how truly big the tardis was and all like because you always hear him talk about the rooms and swimming pool and everything and you see them literally running through trying to like hide from the guys because the guys are they're basically like we're gonna kill you yes i loved that was absolutely one of my favorites. Um, so what exactly did you like about it? Um, I liked... I think it's a weird scene that sticks out in my mind is that they, he and Clara come out onto that ledge and there's like a bottomless pit there and Clara's scared she's about to die and, and that this is the end because they can't go any further. And he says, oh no, no, this is, this is a snarl. This is what does an injured animal do when it doesn't want you to c- get close? It snarls at you, and for some reason, I just really liked that explanation before he pushed her into the bottomless pit. Hmm. And we gotta go talk about the last episode. The name of the doctor. Did you like this episode? Um, I want to say kind of, just because I feel like. And here's another shot for you guys. Moffat teased the name of the doctor so much and like, hey, you guys are going to learn the name of the doctor. The name of his name is important. And yet we still don't know what that is. <laughs> so screw you, Moffat. So, um, and it also told we got to Transalore as that little rhyme was happening. The doctor dies at Transalore, whatever. Oh, yeah. And giant tombstone TARDIS. <laughs> Yeah, cool. I got it. Bit. <laughs> uh, then we the great intelligence goes inside to rewrite all of the doctor's victories, and then Clara, the impossible girl, goes inside, and that's how she is scattered throughout the doctor's life. I mean, all right, <laughs> fine. <laughs> I I'm okay with that. It's, I liked her jumping into the timeline. What I don't like, and this is what happens so often. Here's another shot. Sorry, guys. You're going to lose your livers with me. Um, what I don't like is 
Moffat's love of creating a title for women where he says the impossible girl or the girl who waited or you know it's reducing them to the girl that did something for the doctor and the girl that verb for the doctor and it's really 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 annoying but other than that it was fairly good hmm well that is a way to look at it um anything else that you want to talk about about season seven um i enjoyed seeing that one that one this was humorous so you don't have to you don't have to harp on this for too long um the one scene where he kisses river and he says that he's always seen her and no one else could see her there hmm. i'm not remembering that but all right i think it's i'm pretty sure it's this one where he's at Translore. um he's not supposed to be able to see river uh she's long been dead since then or something hmm and they're all um Strax and the other two whose names I cannot remember off the top of my head right now. Um, mm. They were there and they're in the room and he kisses her before going into his own timeline to save Clara. And he says, and since I'm the only one that can see you, I can imagine that looked really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had to rewind that scene and have my boyfriend come over and see that. So that was like the highlight of that episode for me. Um, and anything else that you want to say? Uh, no, I think that's it. Um, I, I honestly think this was probably my, I don't want to say it's my favorite season, but it was a really good season, especially since you really got an in-depth look inside the TARDIS. Yeah, I think this was, this season was very well done, and this season mm. had a lot of value to it. Hmm. Okay, well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Beast the Machine, Doctor Who Edition. I am your host, Jasmine, and you can tweet me at... OP Jasmine. You can tweet the show at Real OP Tweets. You can tweet Adelaide at OP Addy. Um, you can like us on Facebook, reach us out on Twitter, DM everything that you need. Um, and you can also check out the website. So feel free to let us know what your opinions are in the comments. And thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye.